First off, welcome back to the podcast. I forgot the name of the podcast. I don't lie. State of, podcast, Martin? We got two names right now. State of Sports <laughs> or Sports and Culture. I don't know what we're gonna what I'm gonna go with. But sports and culture is too generic. Yeah, so yeah, okay. we'll probably go with State of Sports, but yeah. All it's right, called uh, what sports? State, State of, of sports. sports. State of Sports? All right, all right. Yeah. So what's good, y'all? Welcome back to State of Sports. It's your boy C P. I'm here with Mar and Ari. Uh, we're gonna talk about some general stuff today, mainly the NBA. Ari, actually, but these are Ari, some listen, names. listen, it's been years, bro. It's been years, bro. Forgive I'm not gonna us. lie, I just call you Ari. Like, oh, uh, yeah, I've like, y'all all do that. I think we've gotten used to it at this point. Like, I, I haven't heard you correct us in a minute, so I'm, I'm glad he knows that it's not disrespect. No, I'm, I know it's not disrespect, I just know that y'all are idiots. Yeah, it's, I, we apologize, you know, but uh, you know. Not much of an agenda. I mean, we're going to talk about basketball. That's going to be the main focus since we have Ari as a guest today. Yeah. But, I, you know, just just a little, I guess you could say icebreaker for this podcast. I just said that once you learn to lift with your legs and not your back, it is so relieving and freeing. And Ari is trying to get at me for this. You know, it's like, nah, I get it. The only reason like I you, learned like about that. You. Nah, the only reason I learned about that is because I used to work at UPS and they they fucking drilled that shit into took, your brain. It took you till then, bro. <laughs> yes, bro. Bro, y'all was not yo. Y'all parents did not because Mar like I expected you to know somewhat because like you you like from being from Haiti and stuff like nah. I imagine maybe and maybe this is just my perception because this is how I grew up like mm-hmm. being in the Caribbean and stuff and like my family they were like. Yeah, you're a big kid, like, you go help us. And, like, so I, I would always, like, be doing, like, you know, some menial work and shit like that. I learned from, like, when I was, like, seven or eight, like, I lift up my knees or else. All right, all right, all right, hold on. Nah. Let, me, let, me, let me clarify real quick. I was just vibing in the field, bro. Oh, nah, nah. Okay, so my parents always said, lift with your legs, not your back. But as a youngin, like, you I'm ain't not, really, like. I'm not paying attention or, like, okay. practicing, you know. Lifting with my legs and not my back. So it's like, and but like as of recent, now that I'm older and obviously I understand stuff and I had to lift stuff recently, yo, it's so relieving, dude. Ugh. Bro, let me put it like this. Why do you think when think why do you think my legs is mad muscular? <laughs> that's the yeah. only thing that's muscular, bro. I was go running around doing all type of oh, stuff. Hell you, bro. Now I got some fat thighs and some fucking like I've been going to a gym I've been, and I I went to, bro, I was doing some leg day, bro, and I caught the meanest cramp, and I haven't done leg day since, bro. <laughs> I just be doing cardio and, like, upper body weights, bro. I'm good on that. You got to know when to, you got to know when to, uh, you know, you got to know your limits, man. But, like, yeah, that's why, like, my legs was always mad, like, muscular, because, like, even though, even though, like, you know, I'm fat, my legs always mad muscular, because I was always doing shit like that. It's not even about me knowing my limit, bro. It's it's that I think I'm still sitting and I don't stretch, bro. Like I don't stretch for anything. You got yeah, nah. You gotta you gotta stretch. Like yeah, I can still, like on. if I go and play basketball and shit, like I can still get away with it. I don't get like like injuries injuries or something like that. I I can get away with that, but like something like lifting, I, I don't take that chance. I can, yeah, yeah. yeah but and now I Hold stretch my arms. All it is with me being, playing basketball is like it takes a little bit for me to get like actually warmed up, but I'll be lazy. I just want to go play. Yeah, but, yeah. 
Now I stretch, like, my arms in between, like, workouts and shit, like, when I'm taking a break doing a set. But, yeah, I be catching, like, the meanest crap at night, bro. And I and then, like, I always have, like, a fake hamstring injury. And I'll make, and I'll be my excuse not to go to the gym for the day. And, yeah. It, it, in all seriousness, though, like, um, like, because you're doing a lot of lifting and stuff. Like, and Carlton, if you ever, like, go to the gym and stuff like that and start lifting, too. Like, do a lot of stretching, bro. Like, do a lot of stretching because when you when you get, like, lifting a lot and shit like that, like, and your body gets all muscular and shit, a lot of people, they don't stretch. And especially if, like, you want to, like, do, you know, anything sports-related or you do a lot of, like, you know, uh, manual labor, like, yeah, that flex, you lose like, that flexibility if you don't, like, keep stretching and shit like that. Oh, the worst, the worst be, when, like, when I first started working out, I used to fucking go crazy with, like, the arm shits, and then I would have to drive to work, bro. Oh, my gosh, bro. I couldn't drive, bro. <laughs> I, I, it was literally just, bro, oh, man, it was, fu- uh, bro, I can't even explain, like, bro, like, I know, like, there's a certain point, like, I can't raise my arm that high, and, like, for some reason, like, now, like, halfway when, when I'm driving, like, you know how you're supposed to be 10 and 2? I can't drive like that. I just have my <laughs> left hand. But like, for well, I, that's fine. Because if you've been ever been in the car, you know damn near nobody drives ten and two. Yeah, and what's it called? And I have like a flat part in my steering wheel, and I just be vibing with my hands in there, bro. But I know that <laughs> shit is not good because that shit will make me like speed faster. And yeah. But yeah, uh, that being said, let's get on to the agenda. Uh, predictions for this uh, NBA playoffs. We should probably uh, start with the Timberwolves and Memphis since they're playing right now. Uh, yeah, they're playing right now. It's um, 2-2 for the series. Yeah, it's tied up. Uh, it's really interesting. Uh, game one, uh, if you watched it, uh, the, the, the Grizzlies got kind of slapped, right? And part of that was because... Um, <laughs> Well, if we're being honest, uh, everybody was just kind of abusing Stephen Adams. Uh, if you watch, he hasn't that, been playing a lot. No, he hasn't. He um he he's someone like who's very useful to their team, but um he he just is not. He's not like the right personnel for the series. He he's just a little too slow. He's really strong. He's a good ball handler and passer. Um, great, good lob threat, good pick and roll guy, but he's just a bit too slow, you know, defensively. Oh, yeah. Cause Cat isn't like a regular big doll. He'd be sitting the paint. Yeah, and even you out on the on a perimeter. perimeter. Yeah, and that's a problem. And on top of that, you got you know Ant Man out there. He's gonna you know kill him on the pick and rolls. And mm-hmm. if they didn't adjust, uh, shout out to Memphis's coach. I don't remember their name right now, but uh, if he didn't make that adjustment, uh, they were gonna, they were just gonna kill him, man. Like just every time. Stephen Adams, uh, the first game, I believe he played Taylor only Jenkins. like two minutes. They're- Sorry, the second game. I mean, the second game uh, after that first one where things went real bad with him, uh, he only played like two minutes, and also. Uh, Something else that I got to say, shout out to Steven Adams. You know, Steven Adams uh, always been a cool guy. You know, everybody, you know, who watches the NBA kind of knows it for real now with the whole bubble thing where he was like, hey, you know, we're, we're professional athletes. Like, it's a hotel, not a concentration camp, you yeah. know. But, uh, shout yeah, out like, to the OKC Adams. guys that are very toxic and fucking wound their team. <laughs> in all seriousness, in all seriousness, like, shout out to Steven Adams. He's, he's a really calm guy. 
uh he like took the whole you know not gonna be really playing this uh this series in stride and was like yeah anything you know for the team man yeah the Timberwolves are kind of been my like my second team y'all know I'm like I'm a big deal yeah, so yeah. I've been like D-Lo, keeping man. an eye on them like I didn't think I I'm not gonna lie I didn't think they were they were gonna be as good as they were and I guess the difference in that team has been Pat Bev bro I think he's really changed them from like last year to this the year. The culture and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I think, I think it's not just Pat Bev though, but overall, um, the defense of you know the uh, I think the he, tool has been really has been really really good. Yeah, like I was like looking at D'Lo, like he plays like real defense now. Like he, he was, yeah, he kind of plays a similar role to Draymond. Yeah, in a way. Not not in like he's defending like all five positions or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I get it. But like, because D'Lo's not built for that. He, he's like six five, six six, but he's he's built like a guard. He's not he's not Draymond. Let's not yeah. get it twisted. But he on defense, he plays a similar role where he's like kind of you know if you watch, he's kind of quarterback in the defense and like you know kind of playing that similar type of role to what Draymond does at times. Yeah, I feel like I would like the Grizzlies more, but man, they talk so much shit, bro. Oh, man. Oh, oh they talk so much I shit. love it. I know. I love it. The thing is, like, me, like, I don't know about me for, like, for some reason, like, I like certain players, but, like, I, not certain players, like, certain teams, but, like, at some point, like, you're going to make me root against you if you talk that much shit, bro. And, like, I, it might be just because they're going against uh, Timberwolves and Delos there, but maybe if they were playing another team, I would, I would appreciate the trash talk. But like they, they like if you look at there was like a post saying that John Morant has more tweets than he has field goals made, and I'm like at some point you gotta shut up and play. I mean it it, it also I just like to say CP, you yeah. know this man this man Mar isn't exactly someone to be unbiased, you know. Exactly, <laughs> you know, I'm, 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 I'm very I'm very confused. Not even that, not even that, but it's like you are the type of person who 100% would be like, Look at him talking shit to my guy. <laughs> like, like oh. you, you are the type of guy who would do that. Oh, I'm just waiting for the oh, let's wait till we get to the sons. We'll wait till we get to the sons for my bias to come out. Like, right, right, who do we think is yeah, gonna yeah, win? This in, in all seriousness, though, like the. Look, it's not just that Ja has been playing bad. Uh, the Timberwolves have been playing, you know, really, really good defense on him. They've been, uh, they've basically been taking the uh, the Giannis approach for him, where they're like, "Hey, you know, like we know that you score a whole bunch of your buckets right there in the painted area." You know, mm-hmm. like Ja. If you don't know, Ja, he gets out here right, and he is like, I believe he scores the most points in the paint, which is incredible for a guy who is not even 180 pounds i think all of us here are heavier than he is and oh, I uh definitely yeah yeah like and uh yet he's out there at six foot two 170 uh just attacking the paint like he's you know <laughs> six eight 250 and I they think... said hey we're we're gonna we're, we're gonna pack the paint and you know what we're gonna we're gonna treat you like Jordan. We're gonna hit you with the Jordan rules. We're gonna hit you with the Giannis rules. <laughs> I think that's a common trait for like athletic guys. So like when they first come in the league, like they like their jump shot isn't always there. Like I know like Ant struggled with that last year, but he's been better this year with like his shooting. Oh yeah, that that's really um, 
the what you really need to do, like, right, once you get to that point, uh, and, and this is something to say, right? Like, I, when I was younger, right, and I didn't know as much, I, I was, like, on that whole, oh, the mid-range is dead stuff, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. In the playoffs, the mid-range is without a doubt not dead. The yeah. mid-range is very useful. You are someone who is elite at getting to the basket, which most, you know, really great players in this league are, right? You are someone who, you know, they're going to try and pack the paint on you. They're going to try and load up on you with multiple defenders, right? Where you're going to have one defender on you, right? And everybody is looking at you. Everybody's waiting for you to get there so they can come over and help. And you kind of have to, you know, be able to hit shots from that mid-range area if you, you know, want to be able to score because it's just that much harder to get there in the playoffs, especially, you know, yeah. to that painted area in the playoffs, especially where, you know, they're, the calls are real iffy. <laughs> Let's go with that in the playoffs. What's, the call? uh, what's that guy on the Magic? I forgot. He's like one of the young kids. That they just drafted, RJ uh, Hampton. RJ Hampton. Yeah. yeah, I remember there was like a video of like his dad saying like, "We know you can dunk, just like focus on your jump shot." Like in practice, like the only thing he would do is like practice his jump shot. Like if that's like if you have a good jump shot, you'll be able to make. Like you'll be able to play in the league. Like that that's valuable to a team. But like if if all you is if all you are is a dunker, like. At some point, you're gonna be yeah. limited. Like that's like Montrezl Harrell. Like once he gets to a playoff, like okay, you can dunk. Can you play defense? No. Can you um, like? Can you can hit a jump shot? Rim. But he's not Montrez, as far as I understand. It may, maybe I'm wrong. He's not an atrocious defender. It's just he's got the misfortune of being a guy who's uh like for all that Montrez is tough. You know, I'm not trying to disrespect. He's like a six, it's power yeah, forward. He's like. Six seven. Yeah, he's he's not got the size for, uh, you know, even even with the like plus wingspan here, seven foot four wingspan. Yeah. Like he, he just doesn't have the size to uh defend like some of these bigger guys. You know, and, ideally and the, at that height, he would probably be like a shooting guard or or a small forward, but he can't hit a jump shot, so you gotta I mean, get to the paint. Yeah. He can, you know, every now and then, right? He can hit a, a mid-range shot, but yeah, he he's not a shooter really. But it, it just just uh, you know, it's just unfortunate for him that we're in an era now where you've, you know, if you're at the four to five, you have to guard someone like Joel Embiid or mm-hmm. uh, Jokic, which God forbid that must be a hell of a time. Uh, oh yeah, he got cooked in that series a couple of years ago. Yeah, Jokic is out there. You got Giannis, you got DeAndre Ayton, which, you know, a lot of people don't talk about him, but if you watch Suns games, he's just, yeah. it's it's real tough. He's a tough cover, man. Like, when he gets in that painted area, uh, that, that hook shot of his is automatic. Yeah. So who do we who do we got in this series? Uh, two well-coached teams. Who do we got? Uh, for, for Minnesota versus Memphis? Yeah. Honestly, I don't know at this moment in time. I think it definitely uh, goes like seven, but because think, of my bias, I'll go Timberwolves. I'll, I think they'll get it. That that's fair. I I think that um, I, I think Timberwolves are like a decent choice for this, right? Mm-hmm. Though, goddamn, <laughs> look, whoever at the end of the day, whoever wins this uh this 
this playoff uh you know series is just the amount of shit that's going to be talked especially for Ja, right where oh, like yeah. Ja's doing all this tweeting it's going to be real bad like mm-hmm. nba twitter is going to have a field day with this one my guy all right carlton who you got between Grizzlies and who, Timberwolves? Yeah. Yeah, the Timberwolves. I'll be honest. I think, I mean, looking at the Grizzlies, obviously they got John Romain, and that's like the biggest thing going for them. But I do think the Timberwolves have more weapons. Uh, as y'all said earlier, like Patrick Beverly coming to the team definitely changed something. I felt like before Pat Bev went to the team, you looked at the Timberwolves as like, they have quality, you know, they got some skill, but they're not like a dog team. They're not going to really get in your face. They're not going to be... Yeah. The good defensive team that, let's be honest, in the playoffs you need. You need to hit that next gear. Pat yeah. Bev comes in. Carl Anthony Towns has turned into a whole different person, bro. Like, yeah. It's, it's kind of like that yeah, same no. Jimmy Butler effect. Like, he, he brought that dog in that team a couple exactly. years ago. Like, you need that dog in the playoffs. As annoying as Pat Bev is, like, you need that guy that's yeah. going to fucking talk shit, getting the other guy's yeah. head, like, the guy that you hate to be playing. Bad. Yeah. I, I, it's not even just that. I think it's also that, uh, you know, like Pat Bev, right? Like you're talking about the effect he has on opponents getting in their head and stuff. But you also, frankly, have, you know, him as, you know, somewhat of a leader, which uh, and I know that's kind of a crazy thing. But Pat Bev is really this, you know, a guy aside from Ant, right? The, you know, for all the talent that the Timberwolves have. He, it's not exactly full of strong personalities on that team, you know. Like, Cat is pretty known for being a real casual guy, and so is D'Lo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, that being said, uh, definitely it it takes a lot having someone. It means a lot having someone like Pat there to be like, hey, you know, like we did real bad yesterday. That wasn't good, Cat. You shot the ball five times. What the fuck's up with that? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know what? That and that's something that really happened in game two. And you know what? Game three, Cat came out and he was taking a lot more shots, being a lot more aggressive, uh, you know, making better decisions with the ball. And and that definitely I'm sure that Pat Bev definitely helped. That being said, uh there's something to be said about the uh personnel that the you know, that the Timberwolves have. The Timberwolves have, you know, the guys to be a really good, you know, defensive team. Torian Prince uh, Jared Vanderbilt, like, uh, they, they have some guys who are some pretty good defenders, like, and who are not just good defenders, but ha- they have the, you know, the height and the length to really defend multiple z- p- positions and switch. It's just a very good defensive team in general in terms of personnel. But Pat Bev definitely does add that dog aspect you're talking about. All right, so we got both. We all three got the Timberwolves moving on then. Yep. Yeah. Much. All right. Uh, what series do we get? I guess we should go into the Nets and the uh, we, the Celtics we, series. We gotta save that for the last. We gotta right, save that. Because right. um, I, I got something to say. I get. I guess let me get my shit off 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 of the Sun and the and the Pelican <laughs> series. First oh, off, no. I'm 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 happy that we got a couple young Lakers. Uh, shining bright. I I hate the narrative that like the the young guys don't play well. With the Lakers until like they go to some other team. Like I think Bi until like he got like the blood clot injuries that year with LeBron, and I think that fucking derailed us. But he was like he like LeBron was like 
like throwing him the ball into not figuratively I'm not let not fucking like literally but like figuratively like he was like oh yeah he's the Nets guy like he's one of those guys that's coming up but like yeah uh but yeah those Suns fans man I remember like a couple uh last year Suns and four um before AD got injured oh my goodness you're right. Sorry, no, sorry. Uh, yeah. John John Moran just destroyed someone at the rim. Yeah, before uh, AD got injured, we were up like two one in that series, and then AD gets injured. Braun already had that ankle injury he was dealing with, and the series flipped over, and they they basically swept us from that point. But yeah, uh, now they're dealing with the same shit with Booker's injury, and the series is. Basically being flipped to the Timberwolves' favor. Chris Paul is fucking shit. Oh, he is a fucking cheater. Uh, we're not going to get that dirty player. Chris Paul's a cheater? Oh, yeah. He's such a dirty player. Oh, I hate him. I hate him. He, he's not dirty. Hold on. Yeah, I wouldn't say CP3's a dirty player. I, I just think he, he's definitely a, a rough guy, though. Yeah, um, yeah that's, the that's, that's the kind of... I've seen is. a clip of B.I. tell him, let's go to the back, and then... That yeah, the, yeah, I remember that. That yeah. brought, like, that memory of when him and Ronda were fighting, and B.I. just came out of nowhere with his long-ass arms and <laughs> hit him right in the fucking noggin. But, yeah, uh, I'm happy that... Sun- I hope the Suns lose. I'm not gonna lie. They've been talking a whole lot you of shit. Like I had a bet with like a Suns fan on Reddit that they would do worse than the Lakers, and we didn't make the playoffs. So I, te- yeah, that's I, the I technically lost that bet, but you lost. No, you lost the bet. There's no yeah, technical. So hopefully like they lose, so I can at least talk my shit. But yeah, uh, who do we? I, got? I think um, the the Suns. Uh, I would have safely said. Oh, oh, sorry for who who we got right. Now you can for go the- ahead and more seriously. Uh, I think the we all would have safely said the Suns, and I, I still think I got the Suns for this one. That being said, um, unfortunately, uh, Devin Booker is out for three to four weeks with a hamstring strain, I believe. Damn. Uh, yeah, that's that's real painful. And I was like, when I saw that, I was like, oh no. And <laughs> I have a uh, I have an Australian friend who is a. Uh, He's a Suns fan, and he's not no bandwagon. He he grew up watching the. Uh, he's older than us, but decent bit. He grew up watching Nash and everything, right? Uh, which Australia is actually, you know, basketball is actually pretty big there. But um, yeah, he he just when I told I sent him that in the morning one day, and he just hit me back in the afternoon when it's like you know almost nighttime there in Melbourne where he is, and just is like I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> He was like, I don't want to talk about this. Yeah. I really don't. I, but that being said, I, I think I think this goes to to about, you know, seven. What's it called? Uh I I've had like my not real hamstring injuries, but like with like when I catch my cramps in the middle of the night. I know how that shit feels and to think about playing basketball on that, oh man, that shit would be pain. But uh, I think yeah. I think the Pelicans get in like six or Depending on how well the Suns role players play, because I know they've been struggling also. Like losing like a big scorer of that magnitude. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I know it, their it, coaches. I know their coaches. Monty Williams 
is a good coach, yeah. so he'll figure Jonathan it out. Martin. I'm that so being, sad we ain't get him though. That being said, um, I I just want to say a little something on the the Pelicans, and that is uh, just shout out to the Pelicans, man. Shout out to the Pelicans. Everybody counted them out. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody didn't believe in them this season. They were like, well, you know, next season. You guys get Zion back, so hopefully things will get better then. But um, you know, oh. Bi and those guys, and uh, you know, there's something to be said about CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum has been he since he's been traded there has really been doing his thing. Yeah, uh, they've really managed to quickly come together and work together well as a cohesive unit. It's just been fantastic to see. And uh, what do hey, we, man, what do we think about what's going on with Zion? He looks like he's uh, 300 pounds, man. Nah, I, I've seen more recent pictures of him. He's definitely gotten better um, physically. Uh, he, he's still he out is. there doing doing between the legs dunks, dunks, that's for sure. I know, like, when he lands, it looks, like, so awkward to him trying to walk after that. I'm like, bro, he got to get down to, like, at least 260, 250, man. Yeah. To, at yeah, least his college weight, like, because... Yeah, he his can't college be doing that. He can't be doing all that at, but, at, at that fucking jumping that high at that weight, man. That, yeah, exactly. That ain't gonna end well. That being said, uh, with all that being said, I think Zion will be fine um, physically for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine with you know all the resources that you have as an NBA player. That that's. Uh, that's like I what can't. my big problem is with him. Like, like I know like losing weight is like hard and shit, but like you're already an athlete, like, and you're in the NBA. It's like so much easier. There's like easy things you can do. Like, some things as eating as healthy, just eating healthy, uh, just like doing like little workouts. Like, there's different workouts that you can do. No, that, no. that that's not hard, but like. I you, mean, you gotta put the work in at the end of the day, but like I get what you're saying, but he had a leg injury. You you kind of don't really even before want... that though. Like it shouldn't have gone that bad. It it shouldn't have that. I will agree with that. That being said, it it is what it is. Um, yeah. I think Zion. If you think Zion does not like bat, I, I've heard some people accuse Zion of not caring about basketball. And if you've watched Zion Williamson play at all, um. <laughs> I think you have no doubt that Zion does want to play basketball. Uh, the question really is, uh, does he want to be in New Orleans? Yeah, uh, I know, like, the rumors that he wants to go to the Knicks. I don't know how he would deal with the New York media, bro, because they would cook him, bro. They would, <laughs> they, they, would, they would honestly cook him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, but at, at the end of the day, right, um... The question is, uh, how how are they doing? Um, that being said, I, I also speaking of the Pelicans, I also someone that really needs to be talked about more is a a Pelicans rookie. Uh, I'm sure y'all haven't heard of him. His name is a uh, Herb Jones, oh, and yeah. he has been I, I've phenomenal. seen him and no, I've been seeing clips of him and Jose, who's I think I believe it's Jose from, Alvarado. Yeah, shout out, shout out to him. He's from BK. Shout out, shout out, shout out. You know what I'm the saying? The rumors is that he's in a in a gang called Real Right, but we won't get into that. But yeah, wait, he, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? How you know he a? Hold on, how you know he a real right? What? Shut up. Uh, his name is Real Right Jose on Instagram. Wait, then, you see? Nah, I'm hold on, hold on. Let me get my phone. 
and then <laughs> get my uh, phone. you know I'll be on them Reddit streets and they they be talking, they be talking it's Reddit streets. Shut up. But yeah, Jose but Alvarado, I, um, I I will always root for like a Brooklyn guy. Oh my God, he his name Carlton. His name is for real, for real, real right, Jose. Hey man. <laughs> There's another. Cool. There's another game. I know, I'm not sure if Carlton. Carlton, do you know what that means? Absolutely no idea. But Carlton, that's that's uh, a that's a term for bloods. <laughs> there's another gang member on the Pelicans. He he he's he might be the star over there also. <laughs> You're talking about Bi. <laughs> yeah, that that's the that's, big low. I, I think that's rumors though. I think nah, that's just. Rumors. I, I will his IG page. He's definitely he's definitely a member. <laughs> he, he's a member, but enough of that. That's that's not the point of this. Uh, because I'm a bias, I'm clearly gonna go with the Pelicans. Uh, I'll say Game Six, they win six or seven. <laughs> what do you guys got? I I got I got Suns and seven, Suns and six or seven. Uh, that being said, like I said, uh, before he interrupted me on Jose Alvarado, only. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Herb Jones plays real defense. Yeah. That that dude plays real defense. You do not want him checking you. He is annoying. It's not a fun time. I've seen it all season. That being said, um, yeah, Carlton, on to you. I'll be honest. I'm going to go against y'all. I'm going to give it to the Pelicans. I'm going with the Pelicans. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I, bro, I think Brandon Ingram, I see CJ McCollum there. I think that, I feel like, what's his name? Uh, going out with the hamstring. That's a big, that's a big hit. And I feel like that's going to turn the time. Devin Booker. I think that's going to be big. Personally. Yeah. I mean, I think it's not playing in the first four games or no. Um, he, he was playing in the first, uh, first couple games, first three or four. And then, uh, yeah, he went out with the hamstring. It, yeah, and it's just real inopportune. It's it's not great. Let me say before we go on to the next onto the next bit because I, I got a lot to say about this one. Uh, yeah, uh, Zion. I don't I don't know how much Zion can complain. Uh, the the only the only thing I see the only problem I see so far with that team uh, is so far is that it's in New Orleans. I'm not saying they can't do anything to get better, but they have done what they can with Zion being out for what two seasons, right? Am, oh, I, yeah. am I right? They definitely that? put like the pieces around yeah, there. They, they they traded. They used the picks. Uh, yeah, they they, they done their job. We'll say that the organization has done their job. You this is not no Sacramento Kings. This is not no. You know they they've done their job. Uh, yeah. That aside, let's get on to. <laughs> Should we get the Warriors oh Nuggets God. or the Jazz and the... No, 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 the Jazz. Right. <laughs> How about we do the Warriors real quick and then so all right, all right. we all think the Warriors is gonna win, right? Like. Of yeah, course, they got a new death yeah. lineup. Oh man, I, I forgot how much I hated Warriors fans. <laughs> we all knew that the moment out, Thompson got Warriors. back, I'm a big Warriors fan. War got back, it was gonna be over. I, you know what I hate? I hate that Jordan Poe, not Jordan Poe, Gary Payton, the junior out of the third. Gary Payton, fucking the junior is a different person. Yeah, I hate that he's playing so well with them. He used to be like on the Lakers, like. 
like I used to watch it, like the Lakers when they fucking sucked, and the young guys like they, they, they that was the only reason why I used to watch them. And he used to be one of those guys like I knew like they were he was gonna be a player, and I hate that he's with the Warriors right now. I, I mean, I, I don't. The thing is, is that a lot of people didn't have faith in Gary Payton the second. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's just he he's not someone who's a great shooter. He's a He's he takes after his father. He's a great defender. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that he doesn't take after his father in is his athleticism. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. D- Gary Payton, GP two uh, for short for for the purposes of expediency, is real athletic in ways that his dad wasn't. To the point that his dad jokes that oh, maybe yeah. the maybe the man. yeah the mailman <laughs> the milkman maybe did some yeah. Uh, but yeah, GP two is a he. He's a really great defender. Yeah. So that being said, they're up like three zero in that series, right? No, no, no. It's uh, I believe it's three one. Oh right? yeah, they, they, they. I think no. Yeah, yeah. Three, it's uh, it's three one. Yeah. Okay. And they dropped one. All right. Um, they dropped the last game. They dropped but, the last game. Jokic, Jokic and uh, Gordon came out swinging last game. But I think Martin just said Knicks. No, 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 let's get no, into the, let's Yo, get into the one him. that you wanted to talk about. No, no, no. But before we go on, uh, in, in all seriousness, uh, I, I just want to say I feel bad for Jokic. Uh, Jokic gets a lot of undeserved slander, I feel like, and he's getting a lot of undeserved slander, especially now mm-hmm. uh, that the whole Warriors series is happening. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know why he is, because what do you expect him to do? His yeah, two best players are he. His team doesn't have the personnel to deal with this. Uh, Jamal Murray would be great. At, is a good defender uh, and not only a great scorer, and he would be great. But uh, he's not there. Michael Porter Jr. isn't there either, and he's a pretty good defender himself and a pretty good scorer himself. His two best players aren't there. It's just him and his supporting cast. That's it. Yeah. There, there really isn't. <laughs> he yeah. he can't do anything. But that being said, uh, that being huh. said, uh, on to the jazz. The jazz. The Utah jazz. I, I, first of all, why is the team I, in Utah called the jazz? Oh, well, uh, historic. Uh, basically, uh, they were originally in New Orleans. And uh, then, uh, they, yeah, it's one of those things like, why is the lake? Why are the Lakers called the Lakers? There's no lakes in Cali. Mm-hmm. Sorry, not in Cali, in uh, in Los Angeles, because they used to be in Minneapolis. That's why yeah. uh, the name Utah Jazz is a holdover. Uh, they didn't want to give up the name because you know there's a lot of history around it now. When New Orleans, you know, came back as a team, so they're they're Utah Jazz. But that being said, uh, in, in general, oh man, I I just to quote um one of my favorite uh. One of my favorite internet pundits on the Utah Jazz, <clears throat> and let me take up my my mic and get a little closer to say this. In the words of, to quote Dom 2K, the Utah Jazz are a deeply unserious team. The Utah Jazz are a deeply unserious organization. <laughs> <laughs> You look at what they have, and you just got to question what's going on over there, though. No, 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 no. You look no. At what, if you look at what they have, you understand what's going on. And really? I'll admit, even, even I, and this is partially because, let's be real, right? I don't think many of us catch a lot of Utah Jazz games. 
Right? Oh, definitely not. Yeah, definitely. They're, they're not, even though they are a good team, right? They're not high on the list of teams that we really want to, you know, go and watch out of all the teams that we possibly could, right? And I'll even admit that for myself, for all that, like, I, I like to watch basketball. But look, I, I'll say this Rudy Gobert, that whole team construction, yeah. that team, not. They cannot play defense. No, that most of that team cannot play defense. Sans Royce O'Neal and Rudy Gobert. Oh yeah, oh. I don't. I I don't think Royce is good at all. I think he's just one of those guys. Like he he's okay. He's like he's a okay. cheap guy. Like they just put put on the team. No, he he is. I, I just I'm not saying he's great. Or anything like that. He's not, I wouldn't even say he's good, but he's okay. He's passable. Everyone up and down the rest of the roster, mm-mm. And this is like now, you know, now, and more people have been talking about this on, you know, on, you know, uh, NBA forums and Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. Gobert is not at fault for this, at least not purely. Yeah. Every time, if you watch, if you watch it now, Every time now everyone's noticing, damn, the point of attack defenders, whether it's Jordan Clarkson or it's Donovan Mitchell, they're just getting their turnstiles. Oh, yeah. They, they put their turnstiles. They barely put up resistance when, you know, their uh, a pick comes. And then what do you want Gobert to do? Gobert has to come, you know, in drop coverage, come up, and then he, he's not supposed to be out there. So, of course, he's getting cooked. If I know one thing about Jordan Clarkson, is he's not going to play defense. Yeah, he, he's, they're, they're getting cooked every time. And it just, it looks bad. It looks really bad. It especially looks bad now, right? Because they were playing a, a Mavs team without Luka Doncic up to this point. Yeah. They were playing a team that consists that the, the, the biggest threats on that team were Jalen Brunson and Spencer Dinwiddie. And not to say that Jalen Brunson or Spencer Dinwiddie are scrubs. Love Spencer Dinwiddie, former net. Oh, uh, yeah. We developed him ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Spencer Dinwiddie. That being said, and I'm, I'm happy that that injury did not hamper him so much. You know, he's doing great. That being said, you as a team that people looked at as contenders – should not be getting manhandled and toyed with by a team led by Jalen Brunson mm-hmm. and Spencer Dinwiddie. And also, you know, let, let's throw in Maxi Kleber there as Kleber there as well. Because yeah. shout, shout out to the big German fella. He has been killing them on pick and pop. He has been killing them from three. It's been amazing to watch. It's just been incredibly hilariously bad and you know jordan jordan clarkson you know guy out of villanova he he sure knows how to play the pick and roll and he's a really great you know you mean brunson you You said clarkson oh i said carson but yeah brunson you know he's really he's a really savvy player a really good scorer uh, even with like his size, you know, he's a guy who's like about six one, six foot flat, maybe, and he's he's out there killing them. He gave them he gave them a forty piece McNuggets, man. <laughs> yeah. 
I knew he was like, gonna be good, but I didn't think he was gonna be that good though. No, like, that, that's I, I know there's like a couple of players like you just know know how to play basketball correctly. He's yeah, Jalen Brunson was one of those guys. Yeah, yeah you can tell you could tell they were all coached at Villanova, like Mikel Bridges, uh, Josh Hart, the whole team. Yeah, oh, they have was, more. Uh, Jay Wright, the uh, d- this is just like a, a slight side note because you oh, mentioned yeah. you talking about Villanova. Uh, he says he might retire. Yeah, which is crazy because he he's one of the you know he's one of the younger guys, uh, in that you know upper echelon of you know coaching greats that's out there in college. But uh, he says he might be retiring. With that being isn't said, it, isn't it because like of like the NIL rule or something like that? Uh, I don't remember exactly. I just remember he mentioned that he might be retiring. Okay. That being said. Uh yeah, it, it's just once I saw how things were going the first two games, uh, I that that was that was enough to convince me the the Jazz they're they're gonna get cooked. The I knew because they're getting it real bad now with just Spencer Dinwiddie and Jalen Brunson. Once Luca comes back, yeah, he played all game already, right? Yep, he played the last game. He played uh the last game. And now Dallas carries the series three to two, and it just it just looks real bad. Luca dropped thirty three on him. Uh, Brunson dropped twenty four. It's just it's not good. It's not good at all. And it Jesus uh, for for your FYI uh, that game that Luca played was not even close. Oh, yeah. Do you know what the score is? What was it? 77 to 102. You can't be scoring 77 in a playoff game, man. What the fuck is going on? Bro, they they can't. This is a team. This is a. And to be fair, right, this is why a lot of people were saying, like, you know, the, the, the Mavs can hold out for a little while, maybe until, you know, Luka comes back. Without Luka, look, for all that Luka is great, Luka is not a great defender. He's yeah. not a total turnstile, but he's he's passable. <laughs> yeah. And the Mavs, if I recall correctly, were a top ten defense in the league. Uh, and Luca is not a reason why. Jason Kidd, the one that got away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, I swear to God, Frank Vogel was supposed to be the defensive guy, and now uh, Jason Kidd's with the Mavs. And they got top ten defense, and we look like a mess. <sighs> I mean, I, I'm not wrong. I, I have to, as much as I don't like uh, Jason Kidd as a person. Also, I found out like I only found out that like last year, late last year, that Jason Kidd's actually black. <laughs> he is. Yes, Jason Kidd's half black. Oh wow! I didn't know until <laughs> I didn't know until like late last year. <laughs> That's crazy. I thought Buddy was white the whole time. <laughs> that being said, uh, as much as I don't like Jason Kidd as a person, uh, I do not like him as an individual at all. I will give credit where credit is due as a uh, to him as a coach. He's done a great job. Uh, he turned this team into a you know into a top ten defense. Uh, he's really leaned, done a pretty good job coaching them. It, it's just. Yeah, that that's really all that has to be said about the Jazz. Yeah, uh, I I just 
after this, once they lose, because they are, there's no question about this. This <laughs> this series is over now yeah. that Luke, it, it already looked bad, like them going 2 2 against a team with no, against a Mavs team with no Luka. But they're they're going to lose with Luka there now. It's it's about done. It's about wraps. With yeah. all that being said, uh, the Utah Jazz, um, I they they're just gonna need to blow it up. That that's it. I'm not they're, gonna. I'll, I'll take Jordan Clarkson back on the Lakers. I'll take him back. I I don't even know that. Maybe he the the depends if Westbrook is team. gone because we can't have. Him and Westbrook not playing defense, but enough about my Lakers. Um, well, but that, before before we go on, uh, Utah, they, like I said, they got to blow it up. Uh, Quinn Snyder, you know, I think Quinn Snyder's a good coach. He's really done what he can with that roster. Um, that being said, uh, everybody, all the players though, you can keep Quinn Snyder. The players though, just just start shipping a bunch of them out. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, which I actually around? is is uh is Donovan Mitchell's contract up actually this year? No, he signed a max. He signed a max. Hold on. Yeah. So how how long is how so, long is he there for? Uh, I'm pretty he, sure. He, oh wow, he oh he's there till two thousand. He's a uh, there till two thousand six, my guy. Yeah. Uh, who would you build around? Uh, I, Rudy not or Mitchell? No, no, no! I, I'm saying blow it all up. Oh, all of it, all of it. This team is clearly not going to win, and the worst place to be in the NBA is a middling team that everybody knows cannot win. Okay. And people already believed before this series that the Jazz were pretenders, and this this just solidifies that you can't win with this team. Just blow it up, just blow it up, just blow it up. Uh, ship them out for some draft picks. Uh, back back to the lottery, back to the drawing board. That's really all I gotta say. Well, I think that's all the uh, Western Conference teams. Uh, yes. And breaking news: the Hawks uh got are eliminated from the playoffs. They lost. Yeah, the that. Yeah, that, that was the Hawks. The Hawks were eliminated by the. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I saw Four. that. Yeah, by the yeah. Season, I saw that. Uh, I'm guessing the Bulls are next. Trey Young, they, huh, they really made Trey Young disappear with their defense. <laughs> the I mean, I feel like it's. I know they got. I feel like they need like that wing presence. Like I know. I think that's what they drafted. They they have Hunter. I just, I don't know. They might be like in a Timberwolves situation where they need like that 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 energy and that that dog on that team. I don't I don't think that it's a matter of uh, the thing with is I don't think it's a matter of uh they just need like some some dog in them or something. They they don't really have, you know, the personnel to be a particularly great defensive team, and True. on top of that, uh, you think they're probably or you think Hunter is probably like that. I think Hunter. No, no, I think Hunter's a, a plus defender, right? Mm-hmm. But like John I would say Collins, like he's like their best in terms of the starting lineup, right? 
Yeah, yeah, but John Collins not a plus defender. Yeah. Kevin Horter's an okay, a pretty decent defender, but not great. Uh, Danilo Gallinari is he? He's he's he he couldn't really defend even on his best days back when he was a young guy. Shout out to Danilo, you know, still being a walking bucket as you know his age here in the uh, the NBA, but he's he's not that guy. He was never that guy. I feel um, like. If you look at them like through like how the Warriors, since well, I think that's like the obvious comparison, right? With like the point uh, guard, it's it's the it, surface level comparison. Yeah. I I feel like they're missing like that Draymond, like that that guy that's gonna do all the dirty work, that's gonna like he doesn't care about getting points. He'll come out there, get put uh helping the offense where where he can. But in, on the defense, that's where he's going to shine. It's, I, it's not I, too many guys like that, but... I get what you're saying, but mm-hmm. I, I this is also where like I, I come to again. Uh, the whole Trey Young, Steph Curry is a... It's a really surface-level comparison. Because part of what makes Draymond so useful, right... Not just on the defensive end, but he's on the offensive end, his, on the offense. his passing, his ball handling, uh, Curry and Draymond, and, and in general, a lot of you know other players on Golden State. But you you notice a lot with Draymond. Part of what it is is that Curry plays off ball a lot. Curry, yeah, that's it's, part of, it's part of what makes Curry great, right? Curry just kind of, you know, he's always moving around. He's even like without the ball in his hand, right? He's always out here, you know, yeah, making himself a threat on offense. Whereas that that's just not Trey Young. So he doesn't do that. In term, what's your what's your guys' ideas for like the next step for them? I genuinely am not sure. I I haven't really been thinking about the Hawks. I need to look into it a little bit more. They made the That'd conference be- finals last year, right? Uh, they did they? Yeah, cause I yeah they played the Bucks right. Yeah, I believe so. Cause they beat the Knicks, then they beat whoever else they played, and then they, um, they went on to face the Bucks, I believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. No, you're right. All right. Uh, well, I guess we'll have to stay on that much on that team. Uh, Bucks and Bulls. Bucks are well, yeah, it's the Bucks. He's a, and uh, Zach Levine just went to COVID protocol too. So, yeah. oh, oh my God! Yeah, that should be a wrap in that oh, series. Wow, I'm so, I, I genuinely feel bad for the Bucks. I, I, sorry, not the Bucks, the the Bulls. I, I genuinely do. Mm-hmm. This, this is. I, I feel sorry for all Chicago sports fans because this is just a case where. Hope was put in front of them, and God snatched it away. You know what I'm saying? I think uh, without Lonzo, they weren't going to win that series. It, not just that, right? But uh, you know, they were. They would have been in a better position, you know, if they had a a better a better ranking, right? But they ended up getting back to six because. Uh, you had Lonzo going out in January, and you had yeah. Caruso, who was also really integral to that offense. It, in in fact, you can if you watch the way they played pre Lonzo Lonzo getting injured, it's very different from the way they played after. 
right? Where you're really seeing a lot of DeRozan ISOs and DeRozan handling the ball a lot more, right? Yeah, he had that role with the Spurs, like that point guard role. Yeah, exactly. It's just at the end of the day, it's just they they have they have a lot of potential. Uh, they still, I still would call this season a success for them because no one thought they would be this good, and they yeah. they've been really really great. They just had a lot of misfortune this year. Hopefully. Uh, the coming the coming season after this one, uh, they can come back healthy. Uh, that being said, uh, Bucks. the Bucks, the Bucks, uh, they they tried to they tried to punk. <laughs> uh, they they kind of forgot how to play for a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for like uh one game particularly, I I believe it was the game that the Bulls won. They 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 didn't run a whole lot of plays. They kind of played. Giannis, Giannis kind of played like old Giannis, where he just charges at the rim and tries to dunk him, dunk <laughs> on people and stuff. It, it, it was very strange. It was just, it felt like they they didn't respect you know the Bulls at all, and they 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 got. Did you know, Middleton get injured? Right, I feel like yeah, I, was... I believe so. Middleton did get injured, if I recall correctly. How long is he out for? Uh, let me check. Feel like it was I saw something might have been a serious one. Um, jeez, he's been ruled out ahead of the next game. Yeah, I I guess I'll get some rest if they close the series out, and hope for him to get back in some point in the playoffs. But I yeah, guess, no. Uh, that series is basically much over, so I guess yeah, the next one we can get to is the Raptors seven Sixers. That's been uh, I- I'm surprised that it's gone the way that it has. To be honest, I I kind of expected to just you know watch the seventy sixers do them dirty, mm-hmm. but um, that hasn't exactly happened. Uh, I don't know if it's Harden or Harden has not Yeah, I don't. Harden hasn't looked right all year. Like, I don't know what's going on with him. I'm not gonna yeah. say I watch the Seven Sixers a lot. I know probably missing what's his name. Uh, what's that dude's name? The defensive guy, Tybo. Tybo, yeah. yeah Matisse Tybo is unable to play due to the fact that yeah. uh. He is. Um, he does not have the COVID vaccine, which, if you know Matisse Tybel's uh, background, is not a surprise. Uh, is it old his mom, wolf. like a doctor, or some shit like uh, that? She is not a doctor. She is not a doctor. I will repeat, she is not a doctor. Uh, she is a natural. Natural. She. Uh, sorry. And once again, I, I will say this with all due respect. She was a naturopath. She um hit Matisse Tybel's mother uh actually is deceased uh very, very recently. Gotcha. Unfortunately uh, RIP to uh his mother Elizabeth Tybel. Oh damn I'm sorry to him. Yeah. Um, um Yeah, so I guess I I don't see the 76ers losing that series, honestly. Uh, I don't see it either. I will admit that I have not watched particularly a lot of uh, those that series. 
So. But um, something to there's something to be said about the fact that um, if you have not heard, uh, Embiid has a thumb injury. Oh yeah, he does. A oh, ligament yeah. injury. They're gonna need what's his name to step up and Harden. Uh, not just not really just Harden, but also uh, their uh, sophomore Tyrese Maxey, who has oh. been great for them this year. He he's really stepped up for them. My Kentucky uh, blue blood. <laughs> he he has been that guy uh for not you know not the number one option or anything but he he's been really great at point guard for them mm-hmm. uh shout out to him that being said james harden has just in general been underperforming and uh whether or not the uh the 76ers you know get into get into the finals which uh, is looking a little questionable as of recent yeah. with the whole injuries and Harden underperforming. I would stuff. think the Bucks would go all the way to the finals. Uh, Actually, I, not even because the Middleton injury thing. It'll, it'll be interesting to watch. Yeah, but what I was going to say is that um, it, it's interesting for the Sixers because at, at the end of the day, the Sixers just kind of have a – a, a bit of a dilemma on their hand, right? Mm-hmm. Because Harden, let's be real, right, has been underperforming. But the thing about it is, right, and this is why, like, I'm not super panicking about the uh, the the Ben Simmons, though I'm not excited to have Ben Simmons on the Nets. He, yeah. he's, he is we'll a head case. We'll get him to that. But um, that being said, the, the problem with Harden is, you're looking at Harden, and this entire year he has not exactly looked like himself. And you have to question if that injury really took a toll on him, and if you know maybe the you know next season, right? He'll come back after rehabbing, fully healthy, and be the Harden that we know him as, or if this is going to be the Harden you're gonna get right now. Like mm-hmm. from now on, which is not a bad player, right? You know, when he's doing well, he d- gives you about 20, 20 or so points and definitely right close to the 10 assists. But the, the defense is not there. Um, the effort sometimes seems not there. He He's made some not great decisions driving to the rim at times. Uh, I've watched. It's just kind of... You, you kind of have to question that because his contract is up. His contract is up. Once the season is over, he can sign with whoever the hell he wants. And you are going to have to take that risk if you are the 76ers. You're going to have to think about this and try and probably take that risk to sign him and throw a bunch of money at him. And if this is the Harden you're getting, he is not going to be worth the amount of money that Harden will undoubtedly be asking for. Yeah. Uh... Well, let's get into our hometown team, the 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 Brooklyn Nets, the 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 as we like to say in the world of football, the Bowers. That that's who they are. Oh man, uh, Carlton, what's your take on the Nets, Carlton? Uh, let me tell you something about the Nets, all right? Yeah. <laughs> You know, all throughout Twitter in that whole series, it was just clowning, clowning. You know, everybody's talking about OKD. You know, we always say, if if LeBron's not the best player on the planet, 
it's it's KD, right? Kyrie, you already know him as Stephen A. Oh, Kyrie's the most selfish basketball player on the planet. Mm. And it's like, you can't fault these things now. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it is about the Brooklyn Nets that you cave so hard against this Celtics team. We're not even going to touch on Ben Simmons yet. We're not going to touch on that yet. Let, let's break them. Let's break it down. So, so, let's start. I'm, let's start with I'm, KD's play. How about that? Let's oh start. man. So all right. So first of all, first of all, if if we're going to talk about this, right? The first thing we kind of have to talk about is like because because you're talking about the the Nets caved like this. Look, man, the first thing we got to talk about is the Celtics since have they they became the number one defense in the league and they mm-hmm. showed why this series they are the number one defense in the league. They have they, a defensive they, player of the year. Uh which I, I personally do not think that uh I personally do not think that, you know, he should have won that. Mm-hmm. Uh Marcus Smart should have won that. But that being said, uh, I just – it is what it is, right? Yeah. But that being said, this is an elite defense. Uh, they have the personnel to be an elite defense. Robert Williams, who didn't play a lot, who only played in the last game, was really, really great. He's a great defender, uh, a guy who's pretty mobile as a big, uh, very athletic, great shot blocker. Uh they got Derek White, who has greatly improved their defense, despite being not a great three-point shooter. Uh, Marcus Smart, we already know about him, right? Yeah. Uh, the surprise for me has been, and Jalen Brown has always been a pretty good defender. The surprise for me has been Jason Tatum has made incredible strides as a defender yeah. uh, this season, and he he showed that. But that being said, all of that individual shit is not what we need to talk about. What we need to talk about is the scheme they ran. The Celtics absolutely, if you watch that game, they absolutely refused to leave KD alone. They refused to. And KD was just multiple times both not strong with the ball and would get, you know, he'd lose the ball or or they'd just, you know, kind of take it from him or force him to, to throw a bad pass. KD was just kind of very determined to try and, when he got the ball, uh, do things his way from start to finish and try and one on play one-on-one when the Celtics decided, no, we're not going to play you one-on-one. We're not going to do that. We're going to swarm you with double teams. Every time you, you try and get in the mid-range, every time you try to get to your spots, we are going to make you uncomfortable. We're going to make you try, we're going to make, try and make you make a decision and you know try and get the ball to someone else and have them beat us and sometimes you're not even with the way they played him he he didn't even get to throw you know to throw the pass to to his teammates right if you watch the uh (laughs) the last game i mean bruce brown had 26 points the i believe it was game three he had Uh 26 points they 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 were perfectly content to do to deal with that Sometimes and with you all let the others get their get the points, and you you, you lock up yeah. the, the the main guy. And by by game three and four, you're watching it right. the The defense had somewhat lightened up a bit, right? But KD was just he he still. With that being said, right, it's still KD. He got like twenty plus points, mm-hmm. uh, almost 
30 points, right? But that being said, uh, I, I was watching KD miss shots that he he would just make in his sleep, you know, from mid-range. And it, they, they just were not going in, you know what I'm saying? It just... Yeah. I mean, that that's what makes you a superstar, though, Ari. Like, I agree. You know, I, and personally, like, for anyone that doesn't know, I didn't watch the games. You know, I, I'm, I haven't been so in the NBA as of recent due to live stuff. But, you know, we everybody compares it to LeBron and the 2018 Cavaliers team and how they went against the Celtics. And, of course, they were attacking LeBron the same way they was attacking KD. This not not the exact nah, 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 bro. Come on, bro. Uh, this, no, this I'm is... just saying on a on a scheme basis, right? They didn't have the same plan, obviously, because LeBron and KD, both great players, not the same. Not you're not going to throw the same, you know, defense at them, right? They play differently, but I understand that. But at the same time, you're going to make a game plan where you're going to try and shut down the player. KD and LeBron are two of the most dominant, if not the most dominant players on the planet, apart from Giannis, all right? That's who they are. This is where I start talking like Stephen A because... Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Are you watching the two Bulls game? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I saw. I saw. I didn't want to say anything. Oh, my gosh. And it's that guy. Oh, my gosh. Sorry about that, but oh, my gosh. Yeah, and just hit a... Was it an and one, too, right? I don't know if it was an and one. I know know he He just made this. He hit a three-point shot in the corner, a fadeaway, Mm -hmm. um, to tie up the game. Oh, oh my gosh. Golly. But, yeah, like, like Katie, like, you're going to go through that pressure. I mean, you got to find a way to get out of that funk. You, You can't... And, one, and listen, you know, this is where the Twitter wars come in, you know, KD tweeting and all these oh other God. people tweeting. Like, I, I don't even want to get into that. At the at the end of the day, and I agree with a lot of these people talking about the games and the players, you're a professional NBA star. You are the Kevin Durant. That should be light work it, for you. Not necessarily light work, but that's something for you that... You find a way to work. You find it. a way, and also you have found ways to overcome before. So I can't... I don't understand how people could be like trying to give him a pass and stuff like Yeah, you can't no, no, give I don't, KD think, a pass. I, don't think any, I don't think anyone's giving him a pass. I haven't seen anyone do that at all. See, but that that being said, um, you know, it's just like I said, KD and something that I, I saw a couple of people bring up. Actually, I'll talk about that a little later. But KD is um he he just was not making very good decisions on the floor and the Celtics they made up their mind that we are going to swarm KD, or particularly KD, but also Kyrie every time with double teams, every time one of them had the ball, right? And they were just kind of sitting there. You you kind of watched, if you watched the games, you kind of just watched all of the Celtics players just staring them down. You know what I'm saying? Wherever they were on the floor, just on oh defense, my gosh. staring exactly like you you saw you know what I'm talking about because you you watched it right, Mar? Yeah, like like legitimately, just everyone is staring directly at them, and, and there's just something to be said about the way you know the way that the the Nets played as an offense and executed as an offense, and, and to be fair. You you can definitely argue, um, and and this is the thing that I think some people are trying to blame, especially Nets fans. I've seen this have been trying to blame, uh, you know, Steve Nash for this. 
I don't blame Steve Nash for this. He should have had People... that job in the first place, though. No, 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 no. I don't blame Steve Nash for this. Not because only because it's forget about that, right? But like, first of all, right? People are saying he didn't make adjustments. Blah blah. Look, just because you're a goddamn casual and you can't identify <clears throat> a goddamn no, no, for real. Like <clears throat> I, I'm being 100. And, and Stan Van Gundy. Uh, actually, you know, and not to say that I agree with everything Stan Van Gundy always says, but like something that he said, which really struck a chord with me, was that Stan Van Gundy said, just because you don't, you can't see the adjustments being made, doesn't mean that adjustments aren't being made. Yeah. He's not just sitting there, freaking sitting there with his thumb up his ass. Like, what do you, like, you think his, like, it's not a problem for him watching this happen? You think he doesn't know that people are going to scrutinize the shit out of him, you know, as a first, you know, second season coach for effectively what was supposed to be a super team, right? Like, you think that's not going to happen, that he's not thinking about that, that he's not going to try and do something about it? They sent different looks at, you know, he was pretty creative with the use of, you know, these the various players he had, and he... He sent different looks at Jason Tatum, who the, no one on no one on the Celtics could guard him. No one, sorry, on the on the Nets could guard him. All right, yeah, not one person on the Nets could guard him. Um, and, and the Nets, look, the Nets just did not. They they didn't play on offense very well. Um, I didn't like the way they played offense at all. Uh, me being a Golden State fan, I, I'm very much a fan of ball movement. Very much a fan of. No, everybody touching the ball, everybody doing their part. Uh, not just go, every people going one on one and just driving, driving and kicking. Which is which is why I, I personally, I, I sometimes I'm I I don't really like LeBron's game at times, right? Because of LeBron does a, a fair amount of this type of stuff. Though it's not all he does, but like it, it's just at the end of the day, it, it's a very stagnant offense and. I wasn't a fan of it from the start, and well, it, it bared out what it bared out now. And on top of that, uh, another another thing to say is the Nets didn't have the personnel for this. Like, yeah. come on, we had we had Kyrie out there guarding Jalen Brown, and sometimes even Seth Curry out there. Like, these are not people who are good defenders on their, you know, who are good defenders, right? And on top of that, you've got them matched up with out of position. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jalen Brown has a full five goddamn inches of, over both of these guys. And you, you know, you were, we were watching, you know, them pick out these people and they were doing exactly what they wanted. They, they were getting what they wanted. They were, you know, getting the, these switches out there and, Look, man, there, there's just no substitute for height sometimes. And having Patty Mills and Kyrie and Goran Dragic, old people who are, you know, below 6'5 out there, not really able to defend, uh, well, not, not great. It's just, it's not, yeah, it's not a formula for winning. Should, should we talk about the dramatics that, that, that Kyrie brings and his statement that when he resigns that, he wants to, uh, him and KD uh, should be basically helping the GM pick out. I know, like, what? He he said a statement, yeah, similar statement. about, like, yeah. 
when me and Division, me and uh, me and KDC, basically he wants to go into um, acting like he's a general manager. I don't know what's wrong. Yeah, I've seen that. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. You gotta find this for me. Okay, right, let me. I'm in front of my computer uh, right now. Let me. You sure. you search for it too, but uh, yeah. What the hell? Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. When I'm when I say I'm here with Kev, I think that really entails us managing managing this franchise together alongside Nets owner Joe Sy and general manager Sean Marks and just our group of family members that we no 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 you shut the hell up you are not the general manager yeah that's all I'm saying you're a basketball player look and, and, look and I say this to LeBron too. Because LeBron, LeBron wanted, and people have been trying to do revisionism on this. LeBron wanted Westbrook. Yeah, he okay? did. No one's people have been lie. trying to do historical revisionism on this. LeBron wanted Westbrook, so he told them to get Westbrook. Okay? And look how that turned out. I don't like players trying to play GM. I'm yeah. not that. Let me I'm take something. at all. And, uh, you know, touching on what Ari just said, I'm going to bring something from, like, football, like soccer, that, that, that points to this. Like, I was watching some videos talking the other day and talking about Manchester United and all these players. And I'm not going to drag on about the soccer, but what somebody said was, we've now elevated the player above, like, the coach or the GM or the people, like, running the show behind the scenes that, that maybe know the big picture. You can't do that. As an organization in a sports team, the moment that happens, bad things happen. LeBron, for example. Bron, I love you. And everybody calls him GM LeBron. That's great. Legit. What happened this season, bro? You you have Magic on ESPN talking about how, oh, you could have had a DeRozan. Magic's then, a clown himself. He, he, he. We're not going to yeah. get into magic, but... And, and then you get Westbrook. Look, look, look how that's worked out. The moment the player... And let me get you... Let me get this straight. We all know there are some superstars that, you know, after they retire, I'm sure they can get into the business and be great. I but as a player, you cannot... I don't, I don't think there's, like, anything wrong with, like, a, uh, a guy going, oh, check out this guy. And then no, no, no. There's nothing wrong it. with that. But like Nobody what Kyrie said, said, you can't. Kyrie can't say that after getting swept, man. You can't. Yeah, exactly. you can't say that. Not even just after getting swept. But and I'm not the BS he pulled this year. Like, I'm. On. It's not even like after all this BS or getting swept. You, I just don't like that at all. I don't like that at all. Never period. Point blank. Period. It's just I was, I was not a fan of it. I was not a fan of it when LeBron was doing it. If Curry tried to say some shit like that, I would chastise Curry for that too. And Curry is my guy. Curry is my favorite player. Mm-hmm. But I would chastise that that him for that too. I'm right. not a fan of it. You know I what I'm saying? Bro, I will never understand it. Yeah. And then and then it's the, it's the context too. Like, you just got swept. You're Kyrie Irving playing with Kevin Durant with and, role players that are very good, by the way. You have Seth Curry. Was Seth Curry healthy that series or no? Yeah. Seth was healthy. Seth was healthy, yes. You got Seth. You got big men. Like, you have... No, we we didn't really have set. big men who were really able to handle this situation. We, no, no, we really I mean, heavily on Claxton. Did you hear what Bruce Brown said? He was like, they don't got Robert Williams. We're going to go out, uh, 
Al Horford. You can't you can't say stuff like that. They not did not go at Al Horford like that you at all. Anyway, you gotta back it up. They've been done. And, and Al Horford, Al Horford was killing us. Yeah, oh, it was, he was killing us. Oh, I, yo, very underrated player by the way, Al Horford. But you know, we, we yeah, he, he's been he's been underrated forever. Yeah, but yeah. But very, he was killing us from three. That being said, Kyrie went from he 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 he, he talked. He just got—I don't know, man. He, he got he's become, he's, him and KD have become two of the most hated players in the association. His COVID Yo. shit got um, basically made Harden request a trade, and then he—that he, alone is weird. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, like, like bruh, it's your bruh. body, your choice. But like, come on, dude. Like, first of all, he's not even anti-vaccine. He's anti-mandate. What the, bro? What, bro? The the thing is, the thing is, bro. Look, and and I I will say this. All right, I'm not gonna act like I was not someone who, you know, tried to defend Kyrie in the past, right? And when I say in the past, I'm talking about a very specific time when he went to the Celtics, right? And then he left the Celtics. I was like, hey, man. I'm not going to sit here and, like, you know, have everybody just slander Kyrie like this. I haven't really heard that much from, you know, management or the Celtics themselves, right? I understand Celtics fans, you know, be, despite, you know, I, and, of course, obligatory New York, fuck you, Boston. But, like, I understand Celtics fans feeling some type of way, because we would feel some type of way if some shit like this happened, right? Especially you saying you're going to resign, and then you don't. Yeah. But I I, I was like, hey, I'm not going to have like sit here and just slander the man. But then he comes here, and he just shows himself. And especially when he was on the, on the Cavaliers, I, I defended him with the whole LeBron thing, where they, they tried to sun, sun him by saying, like, how is uh, <laughs> LeBron as a father figure? Yeah, that's. I was like, what the hell is that? Like, you trying to son him? Like, they're not even that far apart in age. What the hell? But like, yeah. once he he got to the Nets and the the head case antics just started uh really rolling in. You know what I'm saying? It, it's yeah. just not been great. And the thing that that really all I could think about with him being quote-unquote anti-vax or anti-mandate or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving, I, I don't know if y'all know this, but Kyrie Irving is, um, his mother uh, was a member of the, I believe, the Blackfoot tribe. Mm-hmm. Like, Kyrie Irving is half Native American. And the the thing that's really funny to me, because Kyrie is someone who really big ups his, his Native American heritage and Shout out to Kyrie. He does, you know, a lot of like charity work and like advocating for them and stuff. But the Blackfoot tribe is a tribe that they 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 were very much the Native Americans in general all all across America were very much pro vaccination because they you know they uh, the Native Americans very much you know they know their history they know hey we've been wiped out by you know old type of disease and shit for a long long while you know what i'm saying even if it's, even if you don't want to even bring that part up that guy oh, yeah, lived, but, the guy went to i'm guessing he went 
I'm I don't I know how it is with uh, with us in New York. I'm guessing it's the same in Jersey. You have to take a vaccine to go to school. He had to take like eleven vaccines to go to do. Oh, like, oh, so I'm sorry. By the way, it's a uh, it's the Standing Rock tribe. Yeah, like you have to take vaccines to go to school all your life. All of a sudden, like I don't get it, man. Like, oh, okay. So hold on. Sorry, my fault. Uh, he is part of the Standing Rock, uh, Sioux tribe. His mother was Lakota specifically. Or uh, also known as Tetonsu. But that being said, I'm just saying specifically because I don't want to confuse people or, yeah. you know, or be disrespectful. But that being said, the, the the Native American people, particularly the Standing Rock tribe, were very much, yeah, you know, get your goddamn, uh, you know, get your vaccine. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody needs to get vaccinated. This is a serious health problem. And yet Kyrie's out here doing this, right? And saying all this, sitting there saying all this nonsense, playing fake woke philosopher. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Uh, well, that's been all the series, right? Yeah, it is. And uh, now we have. Now we have. And, and I, I don't. Well, before I say that, I don't blame James for wanting to get out of that situation. Yeah. Because he, he, you did not know what was going to happen. Um, Kyrie was maintaining, standing firm in his stance on the, uh, the vaccine. Um, and not even just that. Look, look how, how you must look, right? Look how you gotta feel sitting there watching Kevin, you know, defend like Kyrie's ridiculous stance because let's be real his stance was ridiculous yeah it didn't I heard make that Katie just got like the one dose just uh for the rules and shit I don't know I I can't confirm it but that's what I heard that he got like one dose of it that way he didn't have to worry right. about like the mandate I, mean, shit. I, I have not really heard anything about that i have nothing to believe that so i'm respectfully going to disregard that mm -hmm. um but like yeah it's just it's just not great um i'm not this team uh we we need to bolster it and supplement it with you know some better players particularly defensive wings yeah or in, and in general players you know guards they can play defense but uh if if i recall correctly this uh this upcoming off season is not exactly chock full of what we're looking for. Yeah, uh, a lot of teams on the market. So yeah, that being said, uh, I, I just am not looking forward to dealing with Kyrie again. Uh, hopefully, the next season we we will be able to get better, and you know they'll learn from this. And oh. And I, once I'd like to say to both of you, I'm sorry I'm being so lengthy here. But um, yeah, like in all seriousness, like I don't know what the fuck it is, but something that someone I saw someone bring up, right? That really like kind of got me a little annoyed. Uh, not because what they said was wrong, but it got me kind of mad at KD. Was they were talking about how back when KD was on the Warriors, he was really out there like trying to fuck with like argue with steve kerr about like the way they played and he wanted to to play a more iso heavy style right mm -hmm. where they were trying to you know do the typical warriors uh evolution of the spurs free-flowing 
mm-hmm. you know, very much uh, ball movement heavy offense, which is a successful, a very, very successful system, right? And have that mixed in with a couple, you know, some some KD ISOs mixed in, right? Because we all remember that those days, which I'm sure all of the non Warriors fans hated when KD was on the Warriors, right? They they yeah. did you know typical free free flowing offense with some KD ISOs mixed in, right? Like KD had the ball a lot less compared to both his time in you know the Thunder and his time here on the Nets. But it, it was very efficient scoring, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. of the way they operated. And he was sitting there arguing with Kerr to try and turn it into a more ISO-heavy based offense. And here he is doing the same thing again. And oh, big surprise, it ain't working too well, is it, Kev? Yeah, that's interesting. Well... I guess we don't gotta talk anymore about the Nets anymore. That the pain well, is done. Well, there's one thing. What? We we elephant in the room. What? Ben Simmons. Oh. I I think he's I I think he needs to go to sports therapy. That's all I'm gonna say. I I don't even know if it's a sports therapy thing. Um, the the one thing I will say I will say this one specific thing in defense of in fairness and defense of Ben, uh, I don't know if the whole, oh, he's going to play game four thing is something that really was a actual suggestion. Mm-hmm. Sorry, an actual suggestion or just a, a bluff by the, uh, the Nets organization. I would not be surprised if that was simply a bluff by the Nets organization, point blank, period. So a lot of people are getting on him about, like, oh, you didn't even suit up. It's possible that, like, they never even meant for him to suit up in the first place and they knew he wasn't ready. But, um, you know. Yeah. Well, that being said. I guess this is, is going to be the end. Uh, Carlton, you want to take us out? Yeah, man. Listen. I, I I had myself to say on Ben Simmons. I'm not even going to bother, bro. I'm just saying, like, as a player, I'd expect you to have some. Like, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Don't get me wrong. So the, he has the benefit of the doubt on that. That we don't know what's going on behind yeah. the scenes as as much as we already know. Mm-hmm. But I would expect you as a player to have some pride. Enough pride. This is the playoffs. Help your team, man. That's your legacy, man. I mean, have some pride. The, the problem, the problem with that is right now they're saying he has a herniated disc in his spine, which I is like was. So, right. so which is why I say I don't. I think it, this this whole he might play game four thing was a bluff. Like yeah. I think this was a bluff by the goddamn organization, right? And if and if it is, then we got to talk about that too. I mean, this is this is not the first time something like that has been done by an organization, right? So I'm not going to make a big deal about this. But my thing is, whatever's going on with him, uh, he he needs to get that shit in order before the next season, and yeah. you know maybe oh. add a jump shot to his goddamn mm-hmm. arsenal. Because yeah. look, man, look, I'm I'm sitting here. the The Suns Pelicans game is playing right now in front of me, and I am watching campaign. Do you remember what Cameron Payne was like on the Thunder back in the day? Oh, yeah. 
Hamlin Payne couldn't shoot for shit. And now he's out here sinking three after three after three. Shout out to campaign, by the way. The man was out the goddamn league for a long while. And now he's back, and he came back, and he played a really big contributing role for the Phoenix Suns, partly because he improved as a shooter. Yeah. So get on that, Ben. Bro, that's a, listen, I, I will always talk about getting back in the lab, bro. I will always talk about that. I feel like, I feel, you know, and I'm not, I'm not even trying to, like, make these players to be, you know, how do I put it? Like, bums in the, in, the, in, the, in the sense that they feel like they've accomplished what they needed to. Like, they made it to the NBA, and that's about it. They can coast. Like, there's, there's no part of your game that's not working that needs to improve. You need to get back in the lab and find a way to make it work. Because, like, with this net situation... It really does look like he's just robbing the Nets of millions of dollars to sit on that the bench. The thing is, Ben Simmons has quit at every like at college. He quit to go to the NBA. Uh, he quit. I mean, he quit I, on the Sixers. I, I know, I'll, but I'll, like at some I'll point, like you, you can't part. keep quitting, bro. At some I'll, point, I'll, like it, it's near DNA. At I'll, some point. So okay, this is, and I hate having to defend this man, but I'll argue on the college part. Um, one hundred percent. Uh, in 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 when he played for LSU, that LSU team was not a particularly good team at all. Uh, the coach was not particularly great. That great, it wasn't a really great uh you know organization at that time. Shout out to LSU now. They got a new coach. They've been doing well. Uh, Terry Eason is a guy who is going to get drafted this year. Uh, that's gonna be really great. But um, yeah, like um. It's just that's a different that's somewhat of a different thing. But the problem is for Ben Simmons is that Ben Simmons for a long, long while has been a guy that everybody from when he was in college. Right. Which is when I really started hearing about this, about Ben being a bit of a head case. Like I I remember hearing stories and maybe I I tried to look this up so that I could back this up. I, I couldn't find it. But the, the thing that really came into my mind, that comes to my mind every fucking time was him uh, back when he was in Australia, right? Like, people would call him the Yankee because, like, he was just so fucking arrogant. Like, wow. they were like, oh, he's an arrogant fucking American. Like, and that that's that's what I heard. You know what I'm saying? And I'm maybe maybe this is incorrect information. Uh, maybe at some point I will find it. Byron, that's something that sticks in my head so damn bad. I mean, it's got to it's got to be said. It has to be said. But uh, this looks like it's gonna be it for the podcast today. It's been Mar. It's been Ari. It's been CP. Not not much of CP, but you know. Yeah. I, I, I was here in spirit. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll get a, a, a football episode up. Exactly. Sometime this week, so yeah, some for you, some for you. Yeah, are so, more of like the NBA correspondent? Yeah, we we need that because right now I've I've been slacking on the NBA side of things, but I am too. <laughs> it's really sad. You really should um and like like especially because I know you're gonna be finishing up with co- finishing up with college college like this semester or so. You really yeah. should like get on that because the the NBA yeah. is looking beautiful, man. It's uh the most competitive it's been. Uh, yeah, wow. Uh, not a lot of super like. Well, I mean, they're super teams, but it's, what's it's not super, super team, team heavy? It's right, bro. I mean, it's not super team. 
The Warriors is our super team still. The Warriors are not. No, because that's. Nah, listen, listen. All, okay, are, so Steph, see, now we're about Steph, to debate this. Steph, Clay, no, and Draymond. I'm sorry, that's a super team to me. That that's that's a core right there that can end any team. Personally, that's a major core, yes, but that I wouldn't call it a super team, right? Because what, what let's think about what we were talking about whenever we talked about the super team. When we were talking about super teams, we were talking about Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and Ray Allen signing to one team, right? Three top, like you know, top fifteen, top twenty players jumping on one team to go and like win a championship, right? That's what I think of whenever I think about a super team. So my so in my opinion. The only team that really fit this description these days was, uh, you know, was the Lakers and the Nets, and yeah. both of them failed. Yeah, yeah miserably. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, this has been our second episode. Uh, thanks, Ari, for pulling up. And sure. I guess we'll be back. Uh, whenever You're welcome, man. Yeah.